to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Yep. Literally, I set my alarm for 6.45, so I did not oversleep. Like, I made sure to set an alarm so we can record. (laughs) And then I just, I like just finished eating like 15 minutes ago. Oh, me too. Ew. We're twins. (laughs) Stop copying me. (laughs) I don't know who copied who, but I know I took my nap around, I think it was like 6.30 maybe. We're it's we're not copying each other. We're literally doing the same thing. I fell asleep at six thirty two. Oh my god! I was in bed like right after when um you were like, "Is eight okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, eight is fine." I was in bed already. Oh, no, I um when you texted me that mm-hmm. and oh no, because <clears throat> I remember you asked me like, "Oh, what time are we going to record?" And I said eight, mm-hmm. and then you got back to me, and you said that eight was fine. Mm-hmm. I was, I think, um. Coming back from CVS, I can't remember because I had some coupons, so I had to go use them. Of course. Yeah. And I also needed fresh air. So then Mm -hmm. I came back and I laid down on the floor because that's good for your back to sleep Mm -hmm. on the floor sometimes. Yeah. And I just fell into the deepest nap. Ah. Yeah. 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 So I was like already in bed, but I knew I was waiting for a... a confirmation from a brand so I didn't fall asleep sleep uh-huh. and then like right when the brand answered me I was like alarm sleep <laughs> nice mm-hmm. how do you feel now after your nap because I'm on my period I'm ready to go back to sleep of course I get it yeah yeah I've been drinking too much this weekend so that's on me I don't blame anybody else for it. I didn't get the sleep I was supposed to because I was out. Being a hooks, showing those legs. <laughs> you want to know a funny story? Talking about, oh, just look at my, just look at my whole outfit, Dom. Look at my whole outfit. Karen, I need you. <laughs> you know what happened? What um, happened? So that night when I was leaving, when I had on the, the knee-high boots and everything, Mm-hmm. So I'm walking out of the building and firemen are walking in mm-hmm. and then they stare at me. Mm. And then I asked one of them, I was like, is something on fire? Like, should I just go back home or something? And then the other one was like, oh no, the elevator got stuck. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, they all just like looked at me. Mm. I know that's probably the legs. Karen <laughs> is like, I am just going to wear boots and nothing else. <laughs> At oh, one minute, yeah. at one point, I was like, uh, am I the one causing the fire? Am I too hot? <laughs> Listen, you better not, um, you better not uh, start a fire in uh, Vegas because it's a very dry state. <laughs> I don't want that on my conscience. I don't want yeah. to set Vegas on fire. Yeah, I was literally going to say, like, they literally can't handle I guess we can start. Mm-hmm. I might include a little bit of this conversation in the podcast because it was uh. funny. Karen, were you recording? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be funny. It'll be cute. Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) But, bienvenidos to our lovely podcast. Hi. How are you doing? I am. Okay, so I guess this is um, week two 
Oh, the Vita Report? Oh, right. Yes. So um, we're ladies and we're grown up. So I don't feel ashamed at all to talk freely and openly about my period. Whatever. I have my period. Mm-hmm. Um, and Karen, who knows me very well, knows that it's kind of been a battle for the past, I guess, almost three years. Mm-hmm. It's been really rough on me. Um, and it's gotten a little bit better. It's still not the easiest thing. Like, I'm really functioning at a very low, um, low rate. But I have noticed that the like my fatigue is a little bit more managed um when i have my um daily vitamins and i also two and two clicked for me i looked on the um bottle and i was like oh it has iron guess what happened Mm -hmm. happening i'm Mm -hmm. losing iron so this is awesome nice i've been feeling just a touch more energy than I would normally feel on average when I'm menstruating. So, okay. mm-hmm. um, the, uh, five HTP working like a charm. I, so what I've come to notice, and I didn't think I mentioned it, but I thought it was like too early to really, really tell. But what I have come to notice is that it does not make you fall asleep. I think I did say that. Mm. Yeah, I think you mentioned something about it. Not, it, it's not like to put you down. I guess yeah, like immediately, exactly. it does help you get a better rest. There we go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, it's not. It's not gonna. It doesn't knock you out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it kind of like lulls you into a sleep. Like you feel very meditative, and like tired, and like ready to be, and like ready for sleep. And then, like, I've had nine days of uninterrupted sleep. That's beautiful. Yeah, like, I haven't been waking up in the middle of anything. Mm-hmm. And I have, this weekend, I wasn't all that great with my sleep. So, like, um, we're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. Yesterday was Sunday. I was kind of a poopy head. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched two movies back-to-back and started at 12 whatever oh (laughs) yeah that's not the most efficient use of my time whatever I wanted to watch a movie and I was like I'm gonna watch a movie I also had cookies during this at midnight that's another story whatever yummy (laughs) um so I ended up falling asleep around 2 30 um and I still took the um 5 HTP I woke up at like 8 40 and I like nothing in between. So I still got a really deep restful sleep, despite the fact that I like slept way past my bedtime. Right. And woke up a little bit earlier. Hmm. Wait, I think I'm going Did you say I'm sorry. I was gonna say, um, what's the math on two AM to eight AM? Is that seven hours? Two AM to eight AM? Yeah. That's six. Oh, wow. I'm doing good for six hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. What were you yeah, say? because a lot of the times it doesn't matter how long you sleep for. Mm-hmm. It's actually how deep your sleep is. Mm-hmm. 
So I think like right now, like you said, you only slept for six, but it was a pretty deep sleep, I assume. So mm-hmm. you feel well rested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I think I might try it out as well. Yeah. I don't have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, but I do notice that sometimes like I'm not in such a deep sleep like I would like to. So I don't know. Now you're convincing me, Dom. I, you know me, I'm I'm someone, I'm a consumer who's a little bit more um, pliable. I'm here. I am talking so much so much about like Amazon and consumer culture and advertising. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like the perfect person for advertising because I'm like, oh, this thing is cool. I'm going to try it out. Um, so I'm a lot more pliable. Um, I'm a lot easier to target than you are, Karen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I'm actually very convinced on this thing. So you let me know. Okay. I think I am going to get it. Yeah, and then we'll, anything, we'll compare. Yeah. If anything passes Karen's test <clears throat> of quality, then it's the real deal. Not that I'm saying like I am not a tastemaker. I just like, I'm already really enthusiastic about a lot of things. Yes. I'm not that skeptical. Which I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now that you mentioned Amazon, you know what I noticed in the podcasting world? Mm-hmm. That there has been a common theme and a lot of podcasts out there are also talking about Amazon. Beautiful. Yeah. And I know that uh, Bag Ladies talked about it. Uh, Latino USA, they did a report on the warehouses that Amazon uses, you know, to ship out products and stuff. And they interviewed some of the people that work there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And let's see who else. Oh, my favorite Mexicana actress, Kate del Castillo. Mm -hmm. She also has a podcast. And in her most recent episode, they also talked about uh, Jeff Bezos, who is now the richest man, right? On On the planet. planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they were talking about him and, uh, yeah, they just also mentioned how even though he's the richest man, it seems like he doesn't really do a lot of charity work, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they also talked about how this new model of ordering stuff online and getting it like the next day or like two business days afterwards, it's, it's not good for everyone, obviously, the employees. Right. Okay. So yeah. um, to go to Jeff Bezos and um, charity work or his philanthropy, I think he did um, – this, re- this is really not me defending him. I'm right. just saying, like, he did, like, pledge to give, like, half of his um, fortune when he dies – to charity yeah and that's the thing that's the thing this is the thing about charity which like in theory and i don't say don't donate um in theory i think it's good to like have independent um resources um that help a particular cause Mm -hmm. but then also like a lot of the times especially like major foundations a lot of that money goes to staff 
You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yes, it, I but, Like, a lot of that goes to operations. And, like, some of that money will go to the cause that it's um, supporting. So, like, then, like, Jeff giving, like you said, to who? Like, one, we don't know. <laughs> and then two, like, j- just tax him. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's yes. really I'm getting tax to him it. like everyone else. Yeah. Tax him, and then we can get Medicare for all, and then that's one charity off his list. He doesn't need to, like, give to the Red Cross. Exactly. Which I guess, like, yeah, I just don't know what that man is thinking. And I don't know if he thinks that when he dies, if he donates most of his money to charity, then that will just save him from going to hell because of what he's currently doing to a lot of his employees. (laughs) Hello, Karen. It's like, no, sir, you can't redeem yourself. <laughs> that, see, okay, this is the thing I always think about when um, I hear about like a big billionaire, like, oh, I'm going to donate my money. I've become a cynic, kind <laughs> yeah. of like you, but like I kept that really internalized. You literally just said it. I was like, thank God someone's talking about it. <laughs> because it's true like where else is he expecting to go i think deep down inside he knows yeah because i remember when i did see that headline and people people were like tax him on twitter and then other people were like but he's doing a good thing like let him let him do what he has to do and i'm like part of this is pr part of this is like let's like let me wash away like the things that I'm doing because, you know, I want to always maintain this veneer of being a good person. And then it's also like, I want to do this for myself. I want to be altruistic. I have this sense of altruism for myself. But then also there's a lot of it was like, I want the um, image of Mm -hmm. altruism and I want people to think I'm good. So then there's, they're not talking about A, B, and C. Exactly. You just said it perfectly. Yeah. You just read his whole plan. Basically, that's probably the plan (laughs) that his team came up with. Yeah. I want to share an event that I went to the other day, which I think I posted on the podcast Instagram stories. Yes, you did. I think I know which event you're talking about. The one that BuzzFeed put together, and it's called El Mercadito. It's so cute. Right, it sounds so cute. I was like, why didn't I come up with that name? I know. I just, I love it so much. (laughs) But basically, it was a lot of POC businesses that had, obviously, their little booths, and they were selling whatever products they had. There was also food. There was drinks. There was mariachi. What else? It was just an amazing night to obviously buy from businesses of color and also enjoy yourself, get to meet people. I really love the whole thing. And I feel like this is something that Luis from Nos Vemos en el Swapmi, he does something similar. There's this called El Molcajete Dominguero. Mm. Yeah, so it's also like that. It's POC vendors and the... It's, I think, every second Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And they started off in L.A. And now they're going to San Francisco as well. So shout-outs to them because they're doing great things. 
But I also felt like, I, I don't know, I kind of had FOMO because I was like, I want to attend and I want to buy all these things, right? Mm -hmm. But luckily now, and I hope they do more of these in New York. Mm -hmm. So yeah, shout out to the people that put it together because it was amazing. I had a great time. It was, it, from what I saw, I did not attend, but from what I saw, it looked really uh, well laid out. Yes. We had, um, I saw that they had resource curls there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow them. Did they have Viva Cosme Cosmetics? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, they did. So because there's this other um, company called Trenza, La Trenza, mm -hmm. and they were the ones selling Viva Cosmetics products. Got it. Okay. I got a, a lipstick from them. I saw the jealous. <laughs> but yeah, it was very nicely, like you said, laid out. There was enough space for people to walk around. They had, obviously, because it was held at BuzzFeed headquarters. So mm. there was also like a nice patio area, some couches in case you got tired of all that shopping. Wait, BuzzFeed headquarters is, like, not that far from the office. No, it's not. I actually, like, walked over well, there. Yeah. And, and because that day it was raining, I kind of, I speed walked over there. So, yeah, I had a really good time. I went with a friend, Dalia. And DJ Bambona was there, too. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so she was the one putting the music. It, she's really good, like. She will put you to dance. So, yeah, that's just what I wanted to share with you guys because I was really excited. What about you, Dom? Anything you want to share with us? I think the most exciting things are that, like, my vitamins are making me feel healthier. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, stop it. You sound like an old person. Lady, I, know, I, I, I didn't want to say I sound like an old person because I knew you were going to be like, yeah, stop. You sound like an old person. Well, whatever. <laughs> It is what it is. Um, and then in addition to that, I've also been keeping a very, very strict um, skincare regimen. Um, so I've been really consistent with that and noticing so much progress. And that makes me happy. Yay. And I bought like three more books, whatever. Yeah. We saw. <laughs> so, Yeah. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm leaning into the old lady life 20 years in advance. <laughs> I'm going to be well prepared when you guys you are, are going to be catching up and you're going to be like, I wish I was still in my 20s. It's like, I wasn't even in my 20s when I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I feel like we spent our weekends so different. Mm-hmm. You were at home, getting your sleep, taking your vitamins, reading books, mm -hmm. doing your skincare routine. I was, <laughs> uh, I was. I sound like a dork. Oh my god, <laughs> I was such a mess. Oh my god, I said in my head that the only day I was going to go out was on Saturday because mm -hmm. I had already this party that I was invited to weeks in advance. But then Friday, I got invited out at the last minute. And towards the last couple of hours of work, it got kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I need some drinks. Da -da -da. Okay. Went out. Drank so much. 
didn't sleep that well. Then I had to run like some personal errands and there was no way I could get out of them. Saturday night again, I went out. I only had three margaritas. I was actually nice. I, I, I was on a good behavior, so I only had three. Mm-hmm. But then yesterday, Sunday night, again, I got invited somewhere at the last minute. <laughs> and because I knew that today we were working from home because it's Columbus Day, I was like, okay, whatever. And yeah, we ended up mixing quite a few drinks. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm still recovering. Basically, I spent my entire weekend drinking seltzer water because... Okay, so basically Karen's telling y'all she's drunk right now. <laughs> I, I think I might still be slightly hungover because I have not catched up on my sleep completely. Okay. And I'm still trying to hydrate. And mm. tomorrow I am getting back on my fasting schedule because I was terrible this weekend. Mm-hmm. Vegas is around the corner. I have to look extra hot. So this behavior cannot go on any longer. <laughs> it's so silly (laughs) but yeah save now save all of the um it's like collecting all your drinking points collect all your drinking points and then in vegas cash in yes exactly Mm -hmm. she's gonna say exactly now guys and then thursday i'm gonna hear you know what an event to go to (laughs) no actually i don't have anything this weekend I am not going to do any partying. Hold me accountable, please. <laughs> I I would say I would, but um, I have been trying to hold myself. And I've also been having people hold me accountable for the gym for the past uh, 12 days. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm like keeping so much track, so many tracks. Like, I'm really good at keeping track of days now. I guess because I have more brain energy. <laughs> um and I really wanted to start every single morning. I woke up wanting to start. PMS hit me like mother. Oh my God. Bloated. I just was, okay, this is going to be a little bit TMI gassy. And you know what? I'm not <gasps> doing, I'm not doing pushups when I'm gassy guys. Hell when no. not gassy, but like things kind of slip when you're doing pushups <laughs> and sit-ups <laughs> and running and squats. Yeah. So, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine me doing yoga in that state? That's another, <laughs> another thing. Anyways, and I was tired. That's really the main reason is that I was tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it was that, and it lasted much longer than I expected. And then um, yesterday, the um, Red Devil actually hit, and I was mm. like, you know what? I'm just... It's not gonna happen. It's literally not gonna happen. So I'm gonna stop fighting it and just go with the red wave. (laughs) The red wave. So yeah, I've been trying to keep myself, hold myself accountable. Okay. I have my sweet sweat hanging strategically in front of me, so I look at it and it guilts me, (gasps) and it still doesn't. It's not enough. Mine is in my drawer hiding. Yeah, I'm just like no. It's I not need gonna to happen. literally be like taken from my room, maybe blindfold me, throw me in the trunk, and then get me to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like at this moment, like the, I'm not voluntarily walking into the gym at this point in my life. <laughs> but I feel like dumb. And this is why I keep pushing you to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Because you still have the sauna at your gym. Mm-hmm. So even when I was lazy and I did not want to go on the treadmill or the stairmaster, I would just put on my sweet sweat, go for like 20 minutes maximum to the sauna, and it was lovely. So just go in for that. I've been trying to encourage you so much. I don't even have the energy. To leave my room oh, I'm gonna be the one that's gonna go drag you out and take you to the gym please <laughs> <laughs> and then lock me in the sauna yes <laughs> not even go to the gym to just like work out like you know she treats it like it's the spa like we've always it said. is but I think mm-hmm. we're pretty good um, in terms of uh not being 100% healthy but I feel like we we have our cheat days and then we have other days where it's just like, okay, let me get back on track. So I think we have like an okay balance. Yeah, um, mine is tipping a little bit more towards the indulgent side, but yeah, I think so. Um, I have been, I did meet up with two people um, last week, um, two from film school, so mm-hmm. two years ago. And they're just so in awe of how, like, the progress that I have done so far. Yeah. Um, since they saw me in 2015. Mm-hmm. So that's good perspective is that, like, I know I'm not at my goal weight. Um, I do know that, like, my body is way more healthier. Um, and I did not start this out for aesthetic purposes, even though... Yes, I can be a little vain with all the skincare and makeup, but um, I started out because I was pre-diabetic and I was having a lot of um, health issues and complications and I'm much healthier now. So yeah, I know it's really, really hard sometimes to just like be like, oh, wait, I am making progress. I am achieving things. Yeah. Because that's, I think it's human nature, but I also think that's, like, very much me. Cause I'm no, like, I feel like we're always our worst critics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes when it comes to going to the gym, even eating healthy, I think it has a lot to do with the stress level that we have. Mm-hmm. Because I notice when things get really crazy at work, that's when I cr- crave unhealthy things. Yeah. And so I feel like it's not entirely our fault that we can't make it to the gym or that over the weekend we decided to drink. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the times work is exhausting. And I have people that tell me like, oh, but you're just sitting I'm like, yeah, but I have to do a lot of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I'm exhausted by the time I get out of work. And a lot of the times, that's why I wouldn't make it to the gym. Mm-hmm. Or I would end up eating French fries when I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it all, it's, it's all stress-related. Yeah. Well, um, I guess this 
is a good segue. <laughs> we had this is an extended catch up. It is um, session, um, but I did want to um, focus it a little bit more. I guess like we've done a couple of episodes on self care. But um, I think the underlying theme right now we're kind of finding is, like, balance. And mm-hmm. I know off-air we've talked about, like, yeah, we want to, like, balance, like, our actual, like, quotidian lives, which is, like, you know, going to work and then also making time for the gym and then, like, trying to meal prep and be healthy and, like, making sure Dom's skin is glowing (laughs) and that Dom gets the best sleep with her vitamins. But like, we also have much like longer tail things (laughs) Mm -hmm. where we like want to, like we are working, but we're also hustling and we're doing other things like creatively. So it's like that balance, like is, is just like, it's hard striking of that balance yes yeah um and I have found it I guess it's like you know in the company you keep I am around so many amazingly remarkably talented um uh creators especially uh POC creators um or I guess CLC creators of color. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, who are just like so remarkable. But like, I think we're all in it. Like, I remember, um, not too too long ago, I was also working in the service industry while holding down a full time job, and then also going to film school and like almost everyone that I worked with who was in this particular restaurant was either like, I guess like the front of the house, they were either actors, um, singers and writers Mm -hmm. and directors. And, um, it's like, we, it's so like, it's, how would I explain it? It is a lot of vibrancy because when you have so many, like, creative people in one place there's just a buzz and there's an energy but then there's also a stagnation you kind of feel when like the actual like grind of life is getting to you and let me tell you this new york is not easy not easy one bit like they say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And I really do think that's true. But, like, half of the grit, grit and grind that you do find in New York, I don't even think you'll find it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit easier. <laughs> I mean, like, the MTA alone oh. is soul-crushing. <laughs> that alone is just taking so much energy out of Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, you sound so distressed. <laughs> <laughs> because you already know how inconsistent it can be and terrible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But, like, okay, so with that whole, like, my whole monologue about um, 
the balance of life and the balance of creative life. Um, Karen, as like the year is winding down, do you have like anything that you find that does help in certain areas when it comes to like nourishing your longer term creative goals? Yes. So I have thought about this a lot and I think it also comes because I've seen a lot of posts regarding this topic on Instagram, but the way that I see it is like, okay, I spend eight hours, sometimes more working on someone else's dream. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so exhausted that by the time I get home, I'm just like, oh, this podcast thing. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. And then I keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. But there, recently I've been thinking about it like, no, I have to keep pushing because if I can pull like nine or 10 hours working from, for someone else, I can definitely work at least one hour every night on my own dream. So that eventually I don't have to work for anyone else. So that's kind of like what I've been using to push me on those days that I feel so exhausted. Mm -hmm. And another thing is that I like to plan and I like to write things down. So I feel like that also helps because if I have a whole list of things that I need to do and then I cross them out as I complete them, it gives me this sense of satisfaction. So then I I like to go through my list and that's what I've been doing for like the remainder of this year. That's what I've done. And also for the upcoming 2019, I've also been doing that. And let's see, what else? Obviously, like taking time off when you definitely need it, catch up on sleep. It's so important. And yeah, I think that's like the main thing for me. Yeah, so you find like a lot of energy in being self-motivated. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Um... Trying a new strategy. I can be self-motivated. And I can talk myself up into like almost a hysteria. And I'm always like, I'm so excited to do this thing. But it's usually, it usually comes in like bursts. Up until very recently have been the type of like creative person who's like, like I need to be inspired and I can just rip and write, but I inspiration also comes with some timing, (laughs) yeah, which is not currently at my disposal. So, um, I've been kind of applying the same things or the same principles that I've been applying in my everyday life where I'm just like, Every morning, I take my vitamins. We're back on this, Karen. Get used to it. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, I have um, created routines for myself. Mm -hmm. And this took a long time coming. Like, I'm not someone who is that 
routine. I like it. I really do like it. I find a lot of comfort in routine. It just takes a lot for me to do it because as we established, like I I literally need someone to kidnap me to go to the gym. <laughs> right. So there's a disconnect between me, the want, my desire for routine and my actual actions to perpetuate that. Um, I have been connecting it and being pretty consistent with it. And I'm finding that I'm going, I'm doing that with my work. So I have a lot of big ideas and I think if I work on it little by little, Mm -hmm. instead of like working myself up into a frenzy and I'm like, I'm so inspired and I'm going to pull an all nighter and like, you know, write seven treatments in one sitting. Oh yeah. Um, which you're just going to burn yourself out. Yeah. And I'm already too burnt out. So I was like, you know what, if I'm too burned out now, I'm not, I, I was just going to be a really vicious cycle mm-hmm. and I'll be 50 before something happens. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, 50 in real years, I'm 50 already <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've been doing is just like micro instead of macro, a okay. lot of like, you know, I have um, two poster boards, which I actually sent to you, Karen. Mm-hmm. But I have two poster boards, on one on this side, one on each side of my television, which is right in the middle of the room. And I have really colorful um, index cards. I have a marker. And I have actually one poster is actually for a specific film project. So any of the notes and the next um, action items I have are actually set up in that organizational structure. And then one is my um, uh, affirmations board. So it's not really much like a uh, vision board. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now I'm sounding like really like new age and woo woo. And, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I'm also still like getting into the whole manifesting. And I'm still um, wondering if that is a thing. I mean, I'm open to it. I'm not someone who's like super like closed off and I'm like, I need to be scientific and I'm not, oh, right. um, not entirely spiritual. Cause I think I do have that tendency to be, or to seek answers within spirituality. That's another podcast though. Um, <laughs> but this is like more of a affirmations board. So I put down like the projects that I really want to happen within the next five years. Mm-hmm. And I put them and I make them really concrete into writing. And I put them in my um, view where that I look at them every day. And it doesn't need to be like, I'm going to like sit and think and like imagine every day. I just look at it. I glance at it. It's something that's going to constantly be in my um, consciousness. So then, like, I know, like, I just keep feeding myself this idea that I have to keep working on it instead of it just being, like, something really lofty and that's going to happen because it's five years from now. It's like, yes, it's five years from now or, like, within the five years, I can still get started however way I can. Right. With the given resources I have. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Beautiful. Recently, and I think everyone noticed that we were pretty consistent uploading, but recently work has gotten crazy and 
we kind of did slip when it came time to um, record. Mm-hmm. And also because we never really took an actual time off during the summer, like most podcasts did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, because the holidays are coming up, work also gets crazy around this time. And we don't want to just forget about our baby. This mm-hmm. is why we also decided to take our break now. <laughs> that was a really good segue. <laughs> you know, come on, Dom. Mm-hmm. People are going to be sad that we won't be going live every week. Right. I had to just ease up on it. Mm-hmm. Can't drop a, 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 some news like that all of a sudden. No. But you yeah. know how I am with my podcasts that I like listen to religiously. I know. One Wednesday they're not here. And then I'm like, oh my God, Jeremy, what am I going to do without <laughs> listening to you? <laughs> exactly. What are yeah. people going to do without yeah. our amazing voices? Yeah. And our spicy takes. <laughs> but it's not like we're completely going to forget about the podcast and for the remainder of the year. It's not like that. We're actually going to do some changes, obviously, in our content, start planning for the upcoming year. And then in January, we also, it's our, it's our one-year anniversary. Yeah. So we're coming back with a bang, and we have to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So the same way how Dom and I are preparing for Vegas by eating healthy, doing our skincare routine, taking vitamins, that's kind of like what the podcast is going to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're basically just taking the remainder of the year to plan out new content and work on other podcast-related things. Although you might not be hearing an episode from us weekly, we're still going to be on social media and, you know, we might make appearances here and there with a random episode. So just make sure you stay in the loop. Yeah, stay in the loop. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I think I said it all, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I say, um, you, like, made me a little sad that we're going away. And I was like, wait, no, I need a break. <laughs> That was the first one asking for a break. I I will always be the first one asking for a break. And at first I wasn't 100% convinced, but being like how how much work is uh, taking a toll, I was like, yeah, there's no way we're going to be able to do everything. I I had to be realistic. So yeah, and and I think it's for the best. Yeah. Also, um, what was I going to say? Uh, like you said, I think it's for the best. We're already going into our third season. So I think <sighs> that like we have gotten a really good hang of things. Um, yes. We are getting better. And we really have more of a, um, a, a, like a really um, precise or clearer vision. Mm-hmm. So like why not take the holiday season? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was like, Karen, we have our birthdays and Christmas. <laughs> I am absolutely not recording anything 
in between birthday and Christmas. No. I'm going to be in a food coma in between <laughs> birthday and Christmas. And I'm also taking vacation time, which is so well-deserved. I feel like I've never, ever taken this much vacation time since I actually graduated college. Exactly. I feel like it's well overdue. I'm taking, I believe it's like close to like two weeks and a half. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm also going to use that time to, you know, take some personal time, relax, and also do podcast things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of like what we wanted to update you guys on. And I feel like for that reason, this episode is more of just talking about what we've been up to recently. Yeah, what we've been up to recently, we wanted to impart some life advice on you mm-hmm. before we just, you know, completely dipped and you didn't hear from us anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been wanting to highlight this person on the podcast Instagram, but I figured I'd wait until we recorded this episode. So I found out about this series through Locatora Radio because on their latest episode, They interviewed Jacqueline Priego, and she's the creator and writer of the web series Pink Slipped. Mm. And her interview was amazing. Like what she was talking about during that interview, she was mentioning how obviously there's not like enough representation when it comes to people of color on screen. And she was just like, I might as well just create my own, right? Mm-hmm. And I started watching it during work. Oopsies. <laughs> but it was because the type of work that I was doing that day, it wasn't something where I like had to, I guess, like pay 100% attention. Like it was a lot of data entry, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. So I was able to watch this in the background and I finished it. <laughs> I'm so it, proud. It, Amazing, Dom. I think you need to watch it because I feel like you would also relate to it. Mm -hmm. But I watched it and I mentioned it in the Instagram stories. And then I don't know if it was Jacqueline herself. I'm not 100% sure who does her social media. But then they sent me a message and they said, oh, tell us everything. What's your favorite part? And then I responded and I said, it's a great series, but I like how you focused on work and also trying to juggle a side hustle. It's very relatable. Mm -hmm. The response was, thank you. That's exactly what we are going for. We wanted it to be a reflection of so many of our realities right now. And I just feel like it's great, especially because this ties in perfectly to uh, the main conversation of this podcast, right? Yeah doing work and then also trying to do our side hustle and trying to be healthy and all the other things involved. Mm -hmm. But I liked it because it covered issues related to work, but then it also covered issues about the side hustle and just how, how to juggle both. So I'm going to share their Instagram as well. So make sure you check it out. There's only a few episodes and they're about, I think, like 10 minutes each one. Okay. So, yeah, it's an easy watch, although I still would have liked more. I always do this to myself. I binge watch. Mm -hmm. But 
Yes. Go check it out. Nice. I will actually. And on this one positive note about like Columbus Day, um, not to like be like, there's a silver lining, but it's just in the conversation that I was having with my father, um, who was Haitian and Dominican. Um, I like was explaining to him, like, you know, like there's, there should be a lot more credit gone to Haiti Mm -hmm. because literally that is the first place he quote unquote discovered you can't really discover something that's already there exactly but like the first country or landmass in the new world is modern day haiti <laughs> ah. yeah he did not land in the actual united states i don't know why he's so huge in the united states he barely makes any waves in haiti um i don't know about the dominican republic but i know like the island of hispaniola uh-huh is named Hispaniola because Christopher Columbus is Spanish, man. I don't know why he's considered Italian for some reason. Um, <laughs> landed on the landmass. Um, so, yeah, I wish the people just, like, would know more about, like, actual Hispaniola because, like, there's no connection between yeah. that. And it would be such a great, like link or like a diversion to be like okay he came here in 1492 let's learn about the indigenous culture of this particular mm-hmm. land and how that kind of grew out of it not yeah. this nonsense person and the colonizers <sighs> um i mean there are mixed in but i would just like more of a celebration of like the indi- obviously indigenous yeah. people around the world but also you know Boyo uh, Kiskeya, which is the original name. Oh, yeah. So that's um, that's a positive note. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I think it just reminded me of uh, the Adams family. Remember, mm-hmm. there's uh, they have a. I think it's one of the movies. I can't remember which one it is. Where Wednesday and what's the little boy's name? Oh, oh, I don't remember. I always remember Wednesday's name. I remember Wednesday and Gomez. (laughs) But anyway, Wednesday and her brother go, Mm -hmm. uh, they're sent to a camp. And remember, they reenact? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then Wednesday and a few of the other little kids rebel, and they actually tell the actual story. Yes. (laughs) Instead of like, the one we've all been brainwashed to, to think. I'm glad you said brainwashed because I yeah. really thought he was a noble figure. Me too. And when someone was like, no, I like, I think that was the first time I was like kind of a reactionary mm-hmm. and I felt defensive about it. <laughs> I will say I have grown so far since that yeah. I'm never the type to be that defensive about like the structures in place. If anything, if you listen to Karen and I, more Karen too. So Karen is <laughs> the one who's just like, I don't take anything at face value. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like that was the first time where like what I've been told kind of shattered my world. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't take it well. Oh, of all people, Karen, Christopher Columbus, not even Mother Teresa. 
foot MLK. <laughs> it's like actual, like, you know what I mean? It's because of school. They, they were like brainwashing us to think that he was some kind of hero. Yeah. The it, father of our modern civilization. Yeah. And so obviously now that we grew up, we have more research resources. We found out the actual truth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know when, because I always watched the Adams Family, like the movies. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I guess when I was younger, it really didn't click that, you know, Wednesday and her friends were right. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was silly, the fact that they ca- caused all this ruckus and the parents were so scandalized. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday's parents were so proud of her. <laughs> So just watch that that um, specific film I'm referring to because yeah, it's one of my favorites. Oh, we're all wrapped up here. Yeah, we are. We have a lot to say. Yeah, a little bittersweet, but we'll be back. We'll be back, and you'll hear, you'll hear, or you'll see actually visually a lot because um, I just want to give a quick, quick, quick. Quick shout out to the person handling the biz, holding it down on IG, which is Karen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to really be spamming you guys. But it's not spam because yes. it's quality. It is, exactly. And that way you won't miss us because I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just make sure to follow us there so mm-hmm. that you can stay up to date on what we're working on. And we might give you some sneak peeks of what's coming up. So. You don't want to miss that. All right. All right. And hasta luego, I guess. That's what I'll say from my side. Aplita. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Bye. This podcast was executive produced by Karen Almonte. You can follow us on social media to keep up with your favorite Bronx ladies. From the Bronx with Love is part of Anthology House Media.